Well, hello and welcome to A Photographic Life. A little bit cooler in the shed this week after those storms, um, which makes the whole situation a lot more comfortable and hopefully my memory will be slightly better than it has been in previous weeks. Um, maybe a little bit cooler in the shed, but it's certainly been pretty warm as far as uh, comments and uh, situations occurring in the world, particularly once again in the world of photojournalism which really does seem to be under the spotlight at the moment for many, many different reasons. Of course, a, a lot of you may have noticed the uh, furore around um, the posting of certain images by the Italian photographer uh, Alessio Mamo, or Mamo, uh, however you pronounce that. I hope I've got that right. On the World Press Photo uh, Instagram. And there's also been a lot of conversation online concerning the response to the CPR uh, article report which I spoke about in last week's podcast and that response to the article and the people who've responded to the article from members of the Seven Agency um, on various social media platforms I don't really want to go into the ins and outs or the details of all of this uh, I'm not informed enough uh, I have opinions, but uh, I'm not informed. But what it does really make me constantly think about and question is this whole art form which is being ignored. And the art form to which I'm referring to is publishing. Uh, many uh, years ago, I suppose now, um, this phrase that we are all photographers now started to be used um, increasingly and used in a, a negative sense and I kind of come back at that and say well yeah maybe we are but actually what we really are what we truly are is that we're all publishers now and I spent uh, a great deal of my life from 1985 through till I suppose almost kind of well, actually, probably up to around 2010, involved in publishing. And when I first started working in publishing, the people I learned from had all come straight off the Sunday Times uh, magazine, the Observer magazine, the Guardian, uh, through the 1970s, the, the, a golden age, as considered under Harold Evans, of journalism and documentary and reporting journalism and publishing. And so I was incredibly lucky to, to learn that art from people who are absolutely at the top of their game. What I learned about publishing, I suppose, really is an awareness um, that what I'm putting out there, the moment I print something, but the moment I share something, or the, the word that's currently used, disseminate that information, I must take responsibility for what I've said. I must take responsibility for what I have done. Um, and therefore, I better check my facts. And also, I better make sure that what I'm saying, as my father always used to say, don't say anything unless you've got something nice to say, or you've got something to say that has some value. Um, and I think obviously on social media that we're, we're all in a situation now where we're bombarded with stuff of no value. I'm sure I'm guilty of it as much as anybody else, but I try not to be. But certainly when it comes to publishing and you know what we're doing now, this podcast, it's a broadcast, but it's a form of publishing. I'm publishing what I think. I'm letting you 
uh, I'm sharing my my ideas and my views, my knowledge, my experience for what that's worth, and, and allowing you to come up with your own responses and thoughts to that. You'll either agree with me, disagree with me, or it might spark another conversation, which is obviously the the most important thing. That's the thing I really would like to happen. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Anyway, back to the whole thing of publishing. What this seems to bring to my mind with the the, the publishing of the images on Instagram, uh, a WordPress photo are not a publisher, uh, and yet, obviously, they are publishing uh, work. Um, I should say I write for WordPress photo um, on a monthly basis, and, and I handle that material very carefully because I recognize the responsibility I take as a writer and also as a publisher. So I should be honest about that and upfront. Um, similarly, a number of the responses to the CPR article that I've seen on various social media platforms seem to lack that awareness of publishing. Uh, and maybe we all need to kind of take stock on that. Funnily enough, I, um, where I lecture at the university, I, of Gloucestershire, I focus a lot on publishing and publishing and visual narrative is very much key to all of my teaching around photography. I think it's very important. I can remember many years ago being told by one of those people, and I can't remember who it was, but one of the people when I very first started out, and I was only 18 when I first started working for Elle magazine. I was only, and also I was only in my second year of um, college. And uh, somebody said to me, well, you're, you're going to be a designer of this magazine, but you're a journalist first. And I was studying graphic design at the time, as I've mentioned previously, but I just thought that was very interesting. And that stuck with me in everything that I've done, that actually, essentially, I am a journalist. I'm a visual storyteller as a photographer and as a designer. My hopes are that I'm going to bring together writing, image, uh, graphics, and create something from those elements that showcases both of those elements to their very best potential. And perhaps even, this is where the, the ego of the editorial designer, the art director comes in, make something even stronger by bringing those elements together. So social media is publishing. Uh, writing on social media is publishing. But of course, and I've spoken in previous weeks, and we, we had a fantastic contribution from Craig Aikinson from Cafe Royal Books a couple of weeks ago. You know, there, there is a, a growth in uh, independent publishing now by photographers who are also really embracing the importance and the art of publishing. And, and I, I really think that's an important word to use, just as the word typography. There is an art to typography. There is an art to design, art to photography. A lot of these things through the digital platforms have kind of made them, they've made them democratic and we can now all access typefaces and choose typefaces and how to use them and, and so forth. But a true typographer that understands the art is somebody who has studied in immense detail 
and that that should be respected and i'm always very respectful of those those art forms and publishing is an art form but there are a couple of people who are doing some really great work with that and hopefully in future weeks we'll hear from ian Sargent as well who also is doing great work in that independent um, sphere i suppose one of the i was i had a conversation with somebody this week he was asking about what did i feel in my previous year was a particularly um positive uh, result of something that i'd done and I, I actually gave them the example of something called fableandfolk.co.uk if you don't know them do check them out fable and folk just like united nations of photography and cafe raw books we're, we're just one person one person doing something making something happen and Charlotte Cooper, who is one of my ex-students, in fact, she has yet to fully graduate. She just left this year. She set up Fable and Folk um, coming out of one of the modules we've done at the on the course to do with visual narrative and storytelling and so forth. And uh, she's uh, taken on that role of publisher, of understanding the importance of interviewing and creating a platform which allows other people to share their work in essence a magazine in essence a twitter feed is a magazine it's a place where elements are brought together and curated by one voice by one person so it's really important when we take on that role of publisher that we are aware of that reality of what we are actually creating so maybe what we're talking about there with all of these responses online and the placing of images on instagram is actually publishing and taking publishing seriously understanding that role and also as photographers that quite often if we're asked to do an Instagram takeover or we're asked to put our work um, on a website or in a space which is not run or in ownership of a a publisher, uh, an editorial title, that actually our role of publisher is even more important because we may be having to explain to that person what their role is in giving us the opportunity to share that work. I hope that's that comes over a kind of uh, as clear thinking and not my usual tangent uh, tangential um, witterings. But um, I think it's really important. I think it's really important to understand publishing. So I know a lot of you listening to this uh, podcast maybe in traffic queues uh, in your car you may be traveling on your holidays you may be by a pool by a beach well believe me i'm still in the shed and i'm going to be in the shed all summer but i'm certainly going to be uh, continuing to take the role of uh, publisher very very seriously each week i ask somebody to supply us with an audio, uh, as by now regular listeners to this podcast will be aware. And this week we have somebody who you may not have heard of, and that's really important to me. We had the fantastic Tom Stoddart last week, an, an absolute icon of, of British 
photojournalism, documentary, reportage, whatever word you wish to use it, but an incredible photographer. And this week we have Kit Woodland from Vancouver, Canada. Kit is somebody I came across uh, when I was in Vancouver. Um, She's got a great spirit and a great intensity to her work, but she isn't a name you know about. But I think that's just important to hear from people who are either just starting out on their careers or who are going through a process of establishing themselves. Kit's won a a few awards and she's got some great work. So I really do recommend you check out her website so that if you aren't aware of her work, um, by the end of this podcast, if you like what she's got to say, then, then check that out as well. This is Kit Woodland. I'm a photographer based out of Vancouver, Canada, and have been asked what photography means to me. Uh, So here I am. Uh, You know, I've never really sat down to think on this, uh, so it's been a really great exercise for me. Um, uh, Something that that immediately came to me would be, or I guess two things would be connection and collaboration. You know, I don't know that the two could be separated. Um, I've I've never really felt like I'm the lone maker of an image. yeah, there always seems to be someone or, or something else that contributes. Uh, and I enjoy not knowing, you know, um, despite my attempt at uh, designing every detail, uh, sometimes obsessively, <laughs> uh, the end result will likely be more than I expected. Um, sometimes it isn't, <laughs> you know, but, you know, I have to respect that part of it, too. Um, then I get to dissect why and, and learn from it. Um, so yeah, that, that social side of photography, I value so much, uh, but equally I crave and, and need, uh, solitude, uh, you know, which I find hiding out in the dark with my projects or, you know, just out wandering and that time to reflect and be with my art is crucial, uh, to feeling out where to go next, you know, and yeah. And then you know, I'm sure most other visual artists would say the same, but, but this is very much about creative expression for me. Um, moving through life and growing, uh, my style and techniques adjust to fit where I'm at in life. Um, which is kind of cool. Cause that, that means that, you know, if, if I try to imagine what my photography and my art will look like five, um, 10 years from now, I, you know, I don't think I could. And that really excites me, uh, you know, not knowing. And then, you know, I guess something else uh, would be that I, I'm always watching and <laughs> I can't seem to turn it off, you know. Uh, an appreciator of um, details, no matter sort of how dull. <laughs> and I'm so grateful for that, you know. Uh, just the ability to to kind of see the ordinary and 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 find and I you know find it interesting. So yeah, uh, I'd say those are sort of the the highlights for me um, of photography and and having it in my life. Um, you know, I'm sure four in the morning will come and I'll be woken up with some profound thought. <laughs> But but for now, those will have to do. <laughs> uh, so thanks for listening. 
And uh, Grant, thanks for asking. Um, it's been really wonderful uh, reflecting on this. So thank you. Well, thank you, Kit. And thank you, everybody, for listening again this week. I hope you're finding these podcasts interesting, a little bit entertaining, maybe, and a little bit uh, thought-provoking, perhaps. It just leaves me to say thanks very much. And please share the podcast. Please share the fact that if you do enjoy them, uh, let other people know about them. It makes me feel, and do kind of respond to me, you know, let me know what you you think. It makes me feel a little less lonely uh, than I currently am sitting in my shed. See you next week.